Hi and welcome to the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to players from the second season, Chattern, about their time in the game. Today, I'll be talking to the fourth boot, Noah F., about Instagram and Mastermind Solvers. I'm joined today by the fourth person voted out of Alliance Chattern, uh, finishing in 11th place in a somewhat smaller cast. Uh, as he went by in Chattern, Noah F., uh, but I think it'd probably just be a lot easier to call you Noah. So how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. And so uh, I don't you I don't know how much uh, I don't think I've told you this, but um, Bob Loblaw, who was 13th year season, I haven't been able to get a hold of him. So there's probably not going to be an episode for Bob. And uh, pretty much the same is true for Ingi. So we skipped straight from Napalm to you. Yeah, I'm glad to be the next person left alive. The <laughs> other two seem to have disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah, uh, so it makes an already small cast have an even smaller number of episodes going forward. But we have kind of an abbreviated uh, downtime period, so maybe that all kind of works out in the end. Right, hopefully. Uh, yeah, so uh, as far as I'm aware, nobody who played in Discordia had any org experience whatsoever prior to Discordia. And I believe that the only person who had any org experience prior to Chattern was you. Is that correct? Yes. As far as I know, that seems to be correct. Uh, but you had only played on Instagram. Or... Yes. Right. Okay. So tell, tell us about that. Because I think I've heard a couple of different explanations about Instagram survivor games, and I still feel like I don't have the full picture. Yeah, I, I've played maybe, I'd say around 10 to 15 games on Instagram, and I'd say I don't still have the full picture. <laughs> the whole the whole community is, raucous is probably the best word. Uh, it, it's all over the place. Going from something like that to uh, Chatter and Alliance that was incredibly organized with uh better challenges, more genuine social connections. It was, it was a culture shock. But uh, just a brief overview of how the Instagram games work. It's done mostly through the Instagram direct message feature. Uh, so that's how all the alliances, the group chats, uh, tribal councils, um, just general camp life, it's all done there. Uh, most challenges, uh, or challenges are split up into a three categories i'd say there's uh challenges that are under some form of post which is usually some kind of popularity challenge where you try and get other people to like a particular post or a particular comment on a post for your tribe uh there's ones that are uh, more speed based where the uh the host sends a for example a player in the main dm you have to guess what season they were on or they send a, a combination of numbers and 
letters and you have to do some sort of puzzle with it uh, or just I, I don't know the, the real point is challenges are very different uh, tribal councils are very different in fact most of the time the jury can't even see tribal councils so uh, it makes any form of jury management practically non-existent um, another big difference too is when you play in these Instagram games, you don't sign up as yourself. Uh, you're choosing a survivor character to play as, which really makes the thing a lot more distant. So going into something like that, forging those true social connections as myself instead of as a character like a, a, a you know a Cochrane or a Yule, some survivor contestant, uh, play, playing as yourself was really a big difference for me. Is there a particular survivor that you tended to uh, play as? Uh, yeah, I, I was usually drawn towards the more, uh, I guess, strategically minded survivor players. So uh, Cochrane, uh, Yule, Sophie, Adam, or Spencer, one of those. Okay, very nice. Uh, did you have uh, any or, or, or a lot of, of success playing in these Instagram games? I had varying degrees of of success. Another big difference is uh, a lot of these games are the inbred is not the right word, but there's a lot of crossover between uh, people who know each other from different games. Mm -hmm. Uh, So trying to sort of work your way in and find a foothold is pretty difficult. And uh, people usually tend to put that aside, but, if the choice on who to vote out is between someone you know and someone you don't, the person you're more likely to vote out is someone you don't. So anyone who starts off playing those Instagram games is going to start off not doing so well. Um, so I've had varying degrees of success. Sometimes I would go out very early. Other times I would make it uh, all the way to the end. I've won, I think, just once out of the times I've played. But uh, it's definitely a lot of fun regardless. That's good. So... Uh, so when, uh, so th- this season it actually took applicants, unlike Discordia. Uh, I don't. I, I was. I, I thought to look up your application, but I think the questions from the form back then are just either not existent or have changed so significantly to now that I wouldn't even be able to know what your answers were relating to. So, uh, but we also weren't really in a position with Chattern to turn anybody away. So it's not like your application really had any impact on whether you got cast it was the fact that you sent one in at all that's valid um so i guess when you know applying to play this i correct me if i'm wrong were you at all uh, a, a viewer during discordia i was not at all a viewer during discordia not one moment <laughs> did you go back to the old server and look at it to i kind of really, see what it would be really really should have oh no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like uh, a lot would have changed with my chatting game if I had gone back through Discordia or at least viewed it uh, or you know, even better viewed it live but uh, no, I had no idea what I was getting into okay uh, so then alright, so uh, season started in early October uh, we brought all 14 of you into uh, the marooning channel and split you up into two tribes of seven and you ended up on the same tribe as ap bob Law, 
Bot Bot B, Chris FHD, Lola, and Allie. Um, yes. First impressions. What were you thinking? I guess not just about your tribe, but about the game itself. All of that. Uh, about the game itself, automatically, the fact that there was a separate marooning channel was way above <laughs> uh, anything that Instagram had done. So from the very first moment, it exceeded expectations. Um, and from there, about the rest of my tribe, I thought we had a pretty strong tribe. Uh, early conversations seemed to go well with uh, AP and Allie in particular. And then I had uh, you know, good chit-chat with other people, with the exception of Bob Blah Blah, who I assume had other uh, conflicts at the time of the season. Um, and yeah, it, it seemed like a, a good first day or two. Uh, then, um, so you were on the Torpe tribe, which, um, now looking back is, uh, considered one of, if not the most cursed tribes <laughs> that we've ever had. Uh, but, uh, as it turns out, they did win their first challenge, uh, which was similar to Discordia, the check-in challenge with a couple of tweaks here and there to the rules. In, in the hopes of making it more competitive than a one minute final showdown, you know, yeah, who can who can react fastest to the clock turning to noon? So uh, essentially, what was what was uh, asked of you was you couldn't check in twice two hours in a row, um, and you got a point every time you checked in. Were, were the basic rules of it? So over the course of 24 hours, a person's the most points a person could get for their tribe was 12, I believe. And uh, you ended up getting six points for your tribe. Do you I, remember this time, like, and whether or not you were, like, particularly busy or anything like that? Oh, yes, I do. It was, <laughs> uh, it was college application season. Oh. So it was a very stressful time in the Noah household. <laughs> I believe uh, it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one of the things that if we hadn't have won the challenge might have gotten me to go home day one was the fact that I had SAT the next morning. Um, so I remember that now that you mention it. Yeah. Did well on the SAT. Still got six points in the challenge. It all worked <laughs> out in the end. Yeah. You, that was the least amount of points uh, for a person on your tribe uh, and second least on the whole game. Uh, to Napalm, who did end up being the first person voted out. Uh, yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I, I don't know. Do you feel like you could have survived that tribal council had your tribe lost there? I'm not sure one bit. It would have come down to between me and blah, 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 I assume. Mm -hmm. And hopefully my activity throughout the rest of that uh those first few days would have been enough to save me, but I'm really not sure. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, so then, uh, you know, you guys get a couple of days off, or a day off, rather, uh, winning the try, uh, winning the challenge. And I don't know, were you thinking about how, you know, what the other tribe was going to do? I, I you know, I guess you, you being busy with the SATs, you know, I don't know how much time you were able to really put into you know, I wonder who they're going to vote out, or I wonder if who they vote out means anything other than th 
this person let them down or wasn't around, you know, or such. Um, was it, yeah, did, I, did, yeah. I, I sort of came from an outsider perspective, not having been fully invested in fantasy movie league either. So while I casually <laughs> heard of these names, uh, before there's a, outside of a, just a couple of them, not many people that I knew. So I really, didn't know anyone on the other tribe i think with the exception of maybe one or two people but um from the very beginning i had no idea who was on the other tribe and didn't particularly uh care who went out it wouldn't have given an indicator to me who was working together okay so the next challenge ended up being uh the emoji movies challenge which you did considerably better at than the check-in challenge uh you were paired up with bob Lob law as the duo calling the uh first group of movies i believe looking at this spreadsheet here uh essentially had to describe get your the other members of your tribe to put in the names of the movies based on the emojis that you gave them uh, you end up getting 10 points out of 20 so half of the movies uh, four points better than your Finura uh, peers, who were uh, OBR and Ingi. Um, so, you know, if we never get a chance to talk to Bob Lablo again, do you remember anything about this cha- running this challenge with him? Not one bit. I think we decided at some point to divide it up somehow. Really, nothing about Bob Lablo stood out to me at all. Mm, poor Bob uh okay so you got 10 points for your tribe uh then the other two two pairings you know did the same thing and you were the guesser there did you find uh you know over a year ago do you do you really remember anything at all about like the difficulty of doing this on either side of it i am looking back through the challenge now and it seemed uh that some of the movies were very easy and some were very hard um so it, it was definitely a, a wide variety in terms of difficulty, but uh, outside of that, not particularly much about this challenge. Um, you know, when, when I'm, look, I'm looking through like some of the movies that we used and uh, a fair few, like I think most people could have figured out how to set up like Jaws or yeah. Zootopia probably. Um, but then like some of them that nobody got uh, anger management <laughs> right like you can put an angry em- emoji there but like i don't know how you make the leap to anger management mm-hmm. and so on and so forth or 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 free solo but i don't know like coming from a group of people who played fantasy movie league uh even if they weren't completely the most active people in it uh you know movies are a thing yeah, at least movie people right yeah so uh, so you, you the try Torpe ends up losing by one point, ultimately. That sounds about right. Uh, really heartbreaking, and uh, so the reward that Fenora wins is they get to steal one of your tribe members uh, for a ba- about a day. I think it ends up ends up being until the start of the next immunity challenge. Uh, so I th- I'm pretty sure that was known that that was the reward. Uh, did you? Do you remember who your tribe would have picked had you guys won? I don't. I don't think we had the chance to discuss it. Um, 
if we did, I, I don't remember who we would have picked. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, okay. Uh, so Fenora ends up taking AP. And uh, so you lose AP for a day. Were you relieved that it wasn't you? I thought at the time that I had the, uh, the best possible uh, pick with it being AP because I thought that I was uh, tightly aligned with AP and Ellie. Uh, so hopefully if it's someone that I was close to, but someone that wasn't me, it would have been a good um, way for my alliance to build more influence without I'm without me being the one to take the fall for it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're indicating that in hindsight, it didn't end up being the best thing or am I misreading you in hindsight? I did not have as tight an alliance with AP and Ally as uh, the Noah of October, 2019 might've thought. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, So that was the, distinction there uh if you had been the per the, the player stolen uh so ap when he, when he was stolen i think within five minutes he had asked for a dm channel with everyone on the other tribe um how would you have approached that scenario do you think i think picking everyone is a horrible idea because <laughs> then they all just compare notes about you and you get caught in so many lies because you're diametrically opposed from one mm-hmm. of them. I, I would pick one person who seems to be online and make a DM channel with them and see if I can make any headway with just that one person. Uh, and, and not to get ahead, ahead of myself, but that, that's actually a strategy I tried to uh, enact later on in uh, Chatter. Okay. Interesting. I'm sure we'll get to that. Okay, so AP's gone for a day. Uh, on the other hand, like so you're stuck. Well, stuck. You're left back there. Uh, you still have Allie. Uh, and then as well, you have Bob and Bot, Chris, Lola. Um, I don't know. Was there... I don't know. Was the vibe like, man, I hope he's... I hope he's not giving everything away or more so like, I hope he can bring back as much information as possible uh, or something to like that effect? Yeah, I was very hopeful that he could bring back as much information uh, for us as possible. Um, uh, Yes, there wasn't as much worry about him giving uh, so much away because he seemed to be a pretty good strategist. Uh, So there was a a small chance that he would be able to give anything away, but we were all collectively hoping that he was able to bring back some good information for the tribe or maybe even some sort of uh, advantage or idol or something that he could have uh, gone command hunting while he was there. Did uh, did that end up being the case? Like, that I, did I, not end up being the case. I mean, when he did finally come back and you actually had a chance to talk, and I don't know if there was really much time uh, before you had to jump into the next challenge, but um, did it? Did he have any... Did he? Did his excursion bear any fruit, ultimately? Um, as well as I can remember, not particularly. He, uh, from, from what he told me, Brit Brat hated him and he was just, everyone was silent. He, he was just left talking to himself in the middle of camp. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember that. 
Okay, so AP's back, and you jump into the next immunity challenge. Listen. Uh, which is a another sort of caller-receiver type of challenge. This time, uh, the other five members of the of the group are were asked to basically figure out a command, and the caller had to describe it, uh, but we couldn't use the word itself or the words themselves, depending on what the command was. So the first command was red, so, you know, it could have said something like blank, white, and blue, and so on and so forth. And when you got the command, it would show up for your caller that they had done that, and it would provide him with the next thing that they had, that he had, that they would have to describe. Uh, you guys ended up picking AP as your caller. Uh, I don't remember if this was something he volunteered for, or if it just kind of naturally fell to him as a sort of de facto leader. Yeah, I think it was one of those things that just fell to him. He was able to use voice chat at the time and mm-hmm. was just comfortable with it. Yes. Uh, and, and you know, like the score, again, this was a challenge that came down. It was fairly close. Uh, I think about 15 seconds separated the two tribes uh, without inc- without including penalties. And uh, you were the... You led the charge on this one for Torpe. Uh, there were ten commands total, and you were the first person to use seven of them. Yeah, I was proud of myself for this challenge. Uh, I grew up playing games like uh, Taboo or other sort of like family guessing games where uh, you're trying to figure out what people are trying to say when they can't say the words. Uh, so this is something that was right in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh... I don't know. That, like, I'm looking at these commands in hindsight, and uh, I don't know. I feel like they are both difficult and potentially easy. It just like kind of depends how you're looking at them. Uh, so you you end up getting seven points or seven of the commands for your side. Uh, Bob got two. Bob was there, nice. <laughs> and and Chris got one, uh, which was almost the same thing on the other side where Paste got seven. Beta got two and Brit got one, uh, but they, they Torpan ends up losing, and of you course. guys <laughs> get to go to your first tribal council. How fun is that? Woohoo! Uh, what what was you know what was the plan? What, what were the first thoughts that kind of came out afterward? The plan was blah 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 isn't really present, so just vote him help. It, it was really an open. It, at the time, it really seemed to be an open and shut case, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, as the votes were read, that ended up not being the case. Um, but uh, we still were able to send Bob Loblaw home. Well, I, and I, you know, I, I, I agree. I think, you know, my my memory re- uh, recalls that Bob was fairly uh, not at least not like actively present in a lot of the conversation side of this, but I, I hadn't remembered like, Oh, Hey, he was on, you know, he was part of the second best team in the emoji challenge. He, you know, did second best, uh, in this command challenge. Uh, whereas there are other people who did significantly worse, uh, all things considered, even if they were more active, did that, you know, those two sides of that ever come into play that you can remember? 
I don't really remember challenge performance coming into play really no um I, I don't know if i thought to go back and check and uh, see who had scored uh which points and what challenge um it, it was more just a general who was answering my dms and who wasn't or who seemed to be online and offline gotcha uh yeah so you guys go to tribal council uh and like you said uh the plan was pretty straightforward i think uh pretty much everybody except Bob, I assume, thought it was going to be a unanimous vote against him, and then it wasn't. Uh, there ended up being five votes for Bob, uh, a vote for Chris, and a vote for Allie. Yes. And and this I, I completely, and in my, in my opinion, unintentionally ends up being a much, much bigger deal than it probably should have. Yes, I think that moment right there is what ended my season. That rogue <laughs> vote for Ali. So, yeah. So how how does this play out when you guys get back from tribal council with this one rogue vote? I thought that I so innocently thought that someone was just left out of the vote. Maybe they just weren't looking. They listened to what Bob said instead of what uh, other people were saying. They they just read the wrong DM in the wrong order. <laughs> But uh, I, I really, now in hindsight, knowing it was Lola, I'm not entirely sure what her reasoning was, but um, I don't remember thinking it was such a big deal at the time. Mm. Like, oh, it was just a, it was just a vote rally. That, that's uh, fine. Someone was just uh, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that everyone else thought I was the one that had voted out. So it caused a bit of a ruckus um, uh, around with uh, AP and Ali about my level of trustworthiness. Did you get a sense of that in, in your DMs at all? Not particularly, no. I, I <clears throat> with, with hindsight, of course, now I can see the signs, but um, right. no, I did not notice that at all. So uh, what I... <laughs> It's interesting. Well, I wait, think... let me let me qualify that for a second. I didn't okay. notice that at all until the following tribal council when I started to see my own name. And then I, that's when I went back and realized that uh, it, it was an uh-oh moment. Gotcha. Uh, just reading back from that day. Well, uh, you didn't have too long to really sit with that, um, at least not with the same sort of tribe configuration. Uh, because after that, we had a bidding challenge that ultimately ended up in swapping the tribes. Uh, again, you did fairly well at this challenge, uh, and we're probably in, in the best position of anybody heading into round five of six, uh, but did not survive the penultimate round. Uh, so the way this kind of worked was there were different parameters in each round, you know, highest or lowest or you know some other such thing were eliminated so you had to bid strategically within with relation to everybody else uh you got very very far uh bidding very little because uh, which is good because the last round is just whoever has the most money wins uh but i don't know do you remember round five of this at all and uh your thought process here Yes, um, the 
penultimate round, I had uh, realized that I had did just not as much as I should have because that was the round that everyone else was going to, um, you know, just try and bid and make their way into the finals. So I, I had known that I was doing very well right until that moment. Uh, in, in particular, bidding one on the round where it's mm-hmm. the person who bids the highest and the person who bids closest to the number. That that was the round in particular that I was proud of. But uh, going to that, I knew as soon as I typed in the number and wasn't allowed to change it that it, it was a it, it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, uh, you and Paste end up getting eliminated in round five, leaving Allie and Lola uh, to make it to the last round, and Allie ultimately wins. And that's when we find out that Allie and Lola become the de facto captains of new tribes. Allie, for winning, gets to choose to s- choose the tribe she wants to be on and pick another person to join her. She picked AP, and I believe it was something like uh, the lowest number for uh, eliminated from each round would, would all be on the same tribe together, and the highest number from every round would all be on the same tribe together, and whichever person she picked all of those people would be with her. So it ended up being Ali, AP, Beta, Chris, Ingi, and you on a brand new tribe of Torpe 2.0. So Yikes. you so you, you basically traded Lola and BotBot and got Beta and Ingi. How'd you feel about that trade? Uh, I, again, didn't know... Uh either other those people at the time so excited for new opportunities to meet people and uh hopefully solidify my alliance with ap and ally (laughs) yeah uh you um so let's say you had been the winner of that challenge so you get to pick the person that goes with you uh so if you had bid enough to win it looks like it would have eliminated Allie instead. Um, so it would have been you and Lola as the captains. You could have picked anybody except Lola. Do you know who you would have picked? At the moment, probably AP. Okay. So, so AP is getting picked either way. Right. And it ends up with the same tribe uh, breakdown regardless, right? Or does well, Allie go to the other side? Allie would be on the other side, and you guys would have gotten Paste instead. Gotcha. Which would have been interesting. Splitting up Paste and Dave. And Allie and AP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you got your new tribe, new people, new relationships, and uh, as far as you could kind of tell, uh, the same people you were closest with, still with you. So on the outside, it appears like a good thing. Right. Um, which... Uh, brings us to the next immunity challenge, which was the scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt. Yes. Honestly, out of any game, uh, any alliance game that I've uh, played in, spectated, any Instagram game, I think the scavenger hunt might be my favorite of all the challenges. You ended up, um, let's see, you ended up getting two of the items, uh, for a total of nine points, so you got two big big point items for your side. Uh, I don't remember what they were. I might have that somewhere. I believe one of them was a football game because I was actually at a football game that night as a member oh, of the marching nice. band. Uh, so 
uh, that I believe is one of them. I'm not sure what the other one was. Um, let's see. If you got the football game, that means you got one of the four pointers. And my records say it would have had to been either a pumpkin patch, an apple orchard, a horror film on an old movie theater marquee. It's a horror film on an old movie marquee. I have the challenge pulled up right now. All right. Uh, yeah, nice. the local Regal Cinema was playing it too. Nice. All right, those were your two. Um, so you, you know, you got some big points for your side, but ultimately, uh, Fenora wins this one as well. As per usual. Um, and they got everything except the hot air balloon in the sky, which they almost kind of got. <laughs> um, and so they win 104 points to 89. And uh, you guys going back to tribal council? It's not good. It's not. What? Um, I don't know. So, so new tribe. You've got four original people uh, from the first version of Torpe, and then you've got newcomers Ingi and Beta. Uh, how was that the easy divide? And as well, you know, what were you? What was the knowledge with the idol that Ingi found? I had no knowledge of the idol that Ingi found okay. uh, whatsoever, which was a surprise for me when he was voted out. Uh, and, well, I started by voting for Beta uh, at that tribal council, not knowing that everyone else would be voting for Ingi, uh, which... In high, which at the time did not make sense to me because I originally had wanted to, oh gosh, now that I think about it, I did know Ingi had the idol. Um, and I had wanted to vote out Beta while still flushing Ingi's idol. So my huge master plan at the time was uh, to tell my alliance, AP and Ali, that we're actually voting for beta but to be sort of short with uh, like uh, you know sort of distant from Ingi so that he would think he was going home and therefore use the idol which is which seems like a pretty textbook idol flushing strategy mm-hmm. um, and they interpreted me asking them to be short with Ingi as some sort of way of me saying that I was close with Ingi and was thinking of flipping on them, which is easy miscommunication. Um, but it was a shock to me when Ingi was actually the one that was voted out. And I think uh, there's a chance that, you know, with, if, if there hadn't been that stray vote, maybe that thought process never fires, right? Well, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, so in in a you know really interesting first round of voting, so we end up with you voting for Beta, Ingi votes for Chris, Ali and Beta vote for you, and AP and Chris vote for Ingi. So two, two, one, one, and the ties right. between you and Ingi. Uh, did you have you know I, did you have any concerns that you would be the one voted out? Yeah, in fact, the I'm looking at that travel right now. The first message that I said after I saw that was "good game," because uh, <laughs> I really thought at that moment it, it was a complete blindside on my part. I 
I really thought that I was going home. Um, so uh, the fact that I didn't was uh, surprising at that point. I was confused that they would just do my plan without me, but uh, <laughs> it, it was mostly a, a shrug and move on moment when I realized that they had voted out Ingi. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then on the other side of that, like Ingi didn't play his idol, uh, <laughs> which I, I, you know, again, I would love to talk to him, but I've heard that he didn't know how to use it, or I've heard, you know, a lot of different things as to like why he wouldn't play it. Uh, I know that there were some conversations. Uh, I think I, some conversations were happening with him about like how can he manage to not play it this time, um, and uh, you know, be able to use it next time. Uh, I think somebody had told you know somebody was convincing him that like beta was the target, so he'd be safe so on and so forth but if that's true he didn't even vote for beta so uh I, I really don't know but it was um you know he's still the only person in alliance to be voted out holding an idol uh which uh is i don't know I don't, obviously it's not a way. it is um and if it were you know it's not disappointing because if it was then and he had played it you'd be going home here instead yes. of him which would be a very different scenario indeed. So immediately following this tribal council, like what, I don't know, were you in like damage control mode? Uh, at that point, I, I was too shocked and confused to really be in damage control mode. It, it was more of a, a frantic what happened uh, than a more calculated damage control. But uh, I, I was utterly stunned. Uh, I, I did not expect that to happen it really made me realize my place in that alliance of ally and uh, ap uh, so at that point i was a lot more cautious going forward and then after that they reassured me that really there was not much going on after that it was uh, I, I was sort of returned back to normal hopefully it, it was someone else like a you know, Indian beta who were the two that voted for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so then, you know, how, how much did you feel like you had to avoid the next tribal council? Like more, obviously everyone wants to avoid tribal council, but was there an additional level of like, it's really, there's a really somewhat decent chance it's going to be me. So I have to work that much harder this time. Yes, I yes. was incredibly nervous. I, I knew that uh, I there was a good chance that I would be the next one to go home on uh, if we didn't win the next uh, immunity challenge. And in the case of us being Torpe, when we lost the next immunity challenge. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it, it was you know, do or die for me. So... <laughs> I guess it was die. Oh, uh, so the next challenge was mastermind. Um, we'd done this in Discordia, and so we we updated it a little bit for Chattern, and this time we asked the tribes to designate each one of each one of five players as either a hero, genius, enigma, 
goofball or slacker do you remember you end up being uh your tribe's genius do you remember how that ended up happening yeah i thought this was just a trick by production to create more <laughs> drama so i said guys let's just random number generate it out make sure that uh nobody feels as if they're labeled the uh on one hand the the slacker of the tribe who isn't uh, active or contributing or on the other hand have the extra pressure of being the hero or the group leader um so we are it was my suggestion at least and i think the one that we ended up going with that we uh just picked a random number generator to pick who was who uh so do you do you like that strategy in hindsight i was okay with that i don't think uh any any uh other way could have given us a different result okay <laughs> all right fair enough uh so essentially we did one round at a time starting at the bottom with the slackers uh each round was worth progressively one ex one additional point so if either tribe got to eight points that was it they won and so snoop beat ally in the slackers matchup then chris beat brit in the goofball matchup uh, mr dave beat ap in the enigma matchup so you guys were down four to two uh, so at that point, if you lost, your tribe lost. So you were back against the wall. Were you at all familiar with games like Mastermind, at, you know, as a kid or anything like that? Yeah, I played a, a lot of Mastermind as a kid, and I thought that I was familiar with it. But uh, funnily enough, it, it was a rule clarification that did me in. Uh, I, I had misinterpreted what you had meant when you said uh, the difference between number and position. Uh, I, I thought that the two were mutually exclusive. Uh, that, that was one thing that um, threw me off. But I, I was all set and prepped for this challenge. I uh, had to convince my parents to let me buy a, a 299 Mastermind uh, solver so I could uh, <laughs> practice and use like game theory to um my advantage on this i had i picked up the perfect number because nobody thinks the numbers that end in zero when thinking of a, when thinking of a random number uh and then i had it all worked out uh, originally i had tried to do a google sheet of every four number possibility but then i decided that was way too much to handle and the amount of time that i would have had so uh, i eventually spent the the 299 on the mastermind solver that i actually still have today uh that's amazing uh i'm like i'm looking at the channel right now uh you end up calling the coin flip and you get to go first uh paste was you know this ended up taking i think seven turns and then i see here you called out seven three five eight and you got three numbers in a position right which you say you interpret as I got one number in the right position and I got the other three numbers, but they're not in the right position. Exactly. Which, and then, so like you're, you're asking about it and I, so now what's interesting is you, so you, you eventually say like, all right, you ask for a second cause you had been keeping your notes 
wrong. My notes were actually just the app that I was using that I had to start over and re-input all the numbers for. <laughs> okay. Because um, I'm looking here, and your first guess was zero zero, which, as far as I'm aware, would be the exact same interpretation, however you're looking at it. And then your next guess was one number, zero positions, which also, I think, should be the same interpretation either way. Then you got zero zero again, and then you got the one. So you had to re you basically had to go back to the beginning and re-input all those things, and then input the three numbers one position one differently, mm -hmm. so that your mechanism would understand what you meant. Right. Okay. So I would have I basically just uh, went in but subtracted the one that was labeled in the different uh, that was labeled in the correct position. So instead of three numbers being uh, in the wrong position, it was just two, and then the third one was in the right position. Mm -hmm. um, gotcha. Uh, so then, all right. So so you you, fig, you figured out the issue, and you get back to back, get back to it. Uh, and then we have pace guess of nine nine two one, and you say two numbers, no positions. I step in. I'm like, shouldn't that be one position? Yeah, I was uh, frantic at that point. <laughs> It, yeah, it feels like you kind of went on tilt a little bit, uh, and then all right. So then you then you throw out an eight 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 eight. So I think you're just kind of looking for that last number. Yep. Uh, wasn't an eight, <laughs> and then I don't even remember. Like you sent a number and then you edited I typed it. in the wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> and so so you sent seven five nine three, which was three numbers, three positions. Uh, so the only number you had wrong was the nine was supposed to be a zero. And let me see here. And so paste, but immediately after that, paste throws out your number. Out of the blue, it seems. Yeah, she had three numbers, no positions, did a little finagling, and boom, got it. And uh, it looks like you literally had her number for your next turn. Mm hmm. Seems that way. Man, one off. Although I guess technically if you had gotten it and she hadn't, she would have had another chance to get it. Might have been able to tie it. We'll never know. Um, yeah, so Pace takes the matchup and uh, Fenura takes another immunity. And uh, uh, so three tribals in a row. Oh, wait, going back really quick, one second before the next tribal. Sure. Uh, after the challenge was over, I decided to take advantage of my time talking to someone on the other tribe which if i hadn't been voted out would have been a speculatively a great moment of the season because i i was working on those connections um that i think led pace to believe that beta had an idol but uh, before <laughs> i could clarify that no it was ingi that was blindsided with the idol um, it was a whole, yeah, a whole group, our whole group really. The challenge, I'm sorry, the challenge channel was closed as soon as uh, Pace asked that question, so I wasn't able to clarify, which I think uh, accidentally had some repercussions in the season <laughs> further down. Uh, it might have. I, I remember that being a point of interest, like in the viewers' lounge, like, oh, Paste is going to think and she's going to tell everybody this and <laughs> everyone's going to be, you know, what happened over there and so on and so forth. Um, 
which I guess would ultimately lead people to thinking that Beta was not as tightly aligned with someone like Ali and AP as uh, he may have otherwise been. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think same thing when we did Mastermind and Discordia, like there were a couple of pairings that ended up, you know, talking a little strategy and so on. Uh, and you were one of them. And I think ultimate, I, I think that's generally the right thing to do. If you have the opportunity, you you do it. Exactly, especially um, without the prying eyes of the rest of your camp on it, or it, with it not being as uh, public, with that that being the intent. Because when you're on that channel, uh, when you're in that channel with one other person, you are quote unquote playing mastermind, but you have that opportunity to discuss camp life. Whereas if you're in AP's position where you've been kidnapped, there's nothing really for anything for you to do other than talk about uh camp life so uh just by the nature of uh the circumstance of our conversations being in a challenge channel and talking to someone when it's one-on-one is a lot more discreet and therefore a lot more useful when it comes to getting information about the other camp yeah uh so you know it's tough because again like you're going to end up getting voted out here at this next tribal uh, but there were definitely, uh, despite a few miscommunications and, and things along the way, like there were definitely steps in place uh, for you if you make it to the merge, uh, which I don't know if you were thinking that that was going to be at 10, um, but it, does, it doesn't end up being until 8, so it would have been a couple more votes after this, and assuming you stayed on Torpe, it would have been surviving two more votes after this. Uh, you know, I think you kind of were trying to set yourself up well for that, inevitability um and it's, it's just a matter of getting there really yeah i was starting to set myself up for the merge uh which again going back to those instagram games i i knew that you should do probably about two or three travel councils out um you know getting opportunities to talk to people either in um some sort of shared challenge channel or something along those lines where you have an opportunity shock someone on the other tribe um so i i was ready i, I was just uh following the basic strategy at that point yeah so uh back to tribal council um and now you're not feeling great about your chances i assume but i don't know like what what's what was your plan to to try to keep the votes off of you at that point uh, at that point, I really didn't have much left in terms of uh, a strategy. It, it was really just hope that uh, Ali and AP are able to uh, vote out Beta, stay Torpe strong, and uh, just stay with me for one more vote because again, still at that point, I had no idea that I was the one who took the blame for the alley rogue vote. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I didn't know how much the heat was on me. Um, so let me ask, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you, you first. Well, I was going to say you've, you know, you've been on a tribe with a alley and AP this whole time. Uh, but you'd also been on a tribe with Chris this whole time. Like, was there any kind of a relationship there between the two of you? I had chatted with Chris. I, I felt about as m the very most moderately, like 
so so mediumly close with Chris, like <laughs> like very very meh in terms of our closeness. Poor Chris. I, I wasn't directly opposed to Chris. Like I wasn't against Chris, but we really hadn't had um, much to- much talking in terms of strategy. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, so so you're basically you head into tribal council hoping that old tribal lines and early alliances would stay stay true. I don't know. Do you remember during that tribal council feeling like things were leaning any particular way? I did, and that is my second biggest regret about the season. Um, it, it was just I, I was ready. You were typing out if anyone has a hidden immunity idol now is the time, and I was going to say, uh, and at that point I wasn't sure I was going home, but I, I was about to say. Jeff, I think I might be going home. Does someone have an idol I could borrow? Just completely as a joke, but I, I really, that that's something I distinctly remember about that travel council right before the votes were being cast. I, I had known uh, right, right up until the end that it was probably not going to end well for me. Also, a big uh, tell, no, no, never mind, go ahead. Well, now what? No, it's a irrelevant up at this point. I I thought of uh, something else. That there was one moment where AP was talking about uh, it, it not, it, or he was mentioning just the concept of a meritocracy at some point. But <laughs> at, at that point, okay. I realized that was that was the moment that I knew mm, probably not going to end up well for me since I was the last one to go in the challenge. Mm. Well, uh, uh, so votes, um, votes were revealed first vote for beta, which was yours. And then second vote, Noah, was that the writing on the wall? Yep. Yep. Third vote, Noah, sigh, (laughs) fourth vote, Noah, uh, three votes. It's enough. You, uh, air quotes, torpe strong as you walk out. And then there's a little bit of a discussion, more more so than there probably would have been uh, in the future season than I would have let happen. Uh, But you have a little bit of a little bit of back and forth with uh, AP before you head out. Yeah, and that's when I realized that most of this was a misinterpretation or, or some sort of miscommunication somewhere. Uh, it, he took something I had said at Tribal, uh, saying that the people on the bottom will jump in terms of uh, when it comes time for a merge. And mm-hmm. he thought I was talking about myself, and I was talking about uh, Chris, Beta, and Ingi. Right. And so I, I had realized that by that time, I, I wasn't sure to the extent to which my vote out was caused by something I had done or whether it was based on other people's perception of me. Uh, so that was something I mulled over in the viewers' lounge for a bit. Yeah. Uh, so you, you you know you're you're voted out pre-merge pre-jury. You get to spend some time in the viewers' lounge for the rest of the season. Right. A viewers' lounge, by the way, also not something that happens in the uh, Instagram <laughs> Survivor games. So that was a whole new experience of people 
uh, watching my games. If I had known that the viewers lounge was as active as uh, it was, I probably would have utilized my confessional more. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, you used it a little bit, definitely more than some of the other people voted out in around your time. Uh, not necessarily just with the the C command, but also to like chat and chat it up. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm always fascinated by when a player gets voted out early enough in the game to join the viewers lounge, not only with just kind of the reception that you get and like, I don't know whether or not you went back and read back, read through the lounge to see how they were talking about what you did and what other people were doing. Uh, but then just sort of the, the transition from that into just being one of the viewers and then yeah. and how long that takes depending on who you are and how you react to different things. It definitely took me a few days. I uh, remember breaking it down into segments. So uh, day one, I was going to try and read back through the other perspectives of what had happened up to uh, Napalm being voted out, and then the second day with blah, 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 and, and so on from there. Uh, so it took me a couple of days. And then once I was caught up with what had happened and uh, how it, it really all the perceptions of me, how they had changed, um, that was when I was finally uh, not at peace, but I, I had come to a better understanding of what had happened. It, it was really just a series of misconceptions and misinterpretations. Yeah. Uh, those are, I, I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons that people get voted out and, um, some of them have to do with, you know, things they could have recognized and stopped themselves from from putting themselves in those positions but others you're almost completely out of your control uh you know if, if ap and ally don't say anything to you how are you to ever know that they misinterpreted something you said um or or are attributing something to you that wasn't you you know there's no right. reason for you to have ever thought that they would that they were blaming you for the vote against ally because why would why would you think that right and on top of that uh just came to mind now AP was worried that I had some sort of uh, I guess he had seen Discordia because he was worried about me casually mentioning that uh, I was a passive member of the resistance in Fantasy Movie League and that I had watched the Fantasy Movie League movie nights um, which I really considered to be an absolutely minuscule part of my identity but it got taken out of proportion yeah film night it's a big one for no reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, all right. So rest of the season plays out. I, I believe you stuck around and, you know, were an active viewer after you had your time to kind of re- recover. Um, I don't know. What, what were you thinking about, you know, watching the rest of the season, whether that was, you know, the fate of AP and Allie, uh, watching Lola eventually, you know, kind of, quote-unquote steamroll herself to the end uh i don't know what were your thoughts uh i i was a big fan of the season i appreciate all the effort that you and the other members of production had put into it um i was definitely i, I was more ambivalent about ally but i was definitely rooting, rooting for the downfall of ap <laughs> um it uh yeah just spending time with the other viewers too uh people who had watched me try to play the game and now I, I was more on uh, their side of the TV screen. It, it was 
a good experience, almost as much as fun as playing the game itself. Is it how how much of like a culture shock is it to be thrust into that viewer role and to see you know fifty DM channels, you know how you know fifty different interpersonal relationships that are happening completely independent of you, uh, you know Lola like. I think at that point, like Lola's on the other tribe, she has an idol, um, you know, you never even met like Paste or Dave. Uh, you sort of met Paste, but like never met Dave, never met Snoop. Yeah. Um, and like getting to like see them and like what, like, holy crap, there's like these other people over here and they've got their own thing going on. And like, I didn't even know about it. And how would I have ever known about it? Right. Exactly. <laughs> kind of I, I had no, I, I, I didn't know going in that I would be allowed to be a viewer as I, uh, left, so I was sort of, sort of expecting just to, you know, leave the server and carry on with my life. You know, similar to the Instagram games, don't really get much of a say of what happens in the rest of the season once you're voted out. Uh, so the ability to be a viewer and see uh, other people's DMs and what has led to not only you being voted out, but what other just casual moments from the other tribe or from other moments while you were uh, other people's conversations while you were in the game uh, was it was definitely a sensory overload at first, but uh, I, I did my best to go back over, read through it, uh, and try and catch up on what the other 13 perspectives were going into the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm, it's always a lot. I'm always still kind of floored by how much everything is every season. Um, all right, so all that all that takes place um so i i i made sure when i talked to napalm that he gave me a question for ingi if i do ever get to talk to ingi uh but i made sure he gave me a question for you as well so are you ready for this i am he was not prepared for it so i'm not prepared <laughs> so this... for it either so i apologize in advance to ali <laughs> so so napalm's question for you is uh he because you you ended up playing uh, in Global Viver with Napalm, though I believe you were never on the same tribe in there either. I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, so he he asked, uh, now that you, you know, in the time since then, you know, you've played another org, maybe you've played more Instagram orgs and other such things. Uh, now that you have more experience and you kind of have a better vantage point to look back on your time in Chattern, uh, what do you see... Uh, in yourself as a player that are kind of your pros and your cons to kind of evaluate yourself overall. And there's a second part to this. Wow. That was a very meaty first part. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's see. Uh, I need to work on my social game. Finding the right words is difficult at times, um, especially in uh, some sort of echo chamber, the way that Survivor or Alliance can tend to be, where anything you say can be passed on to all the people around uh, and sort of just spun into uh, something huge without you understanding uh, where that comes from. And uh, so really just meaning what you say and using the exact specific words you intend is uh, a challenge for me. That and forming genuine social connections. Uh, again, not something that was really prominent in 
Instagram games and not something I expected to uh, happen in these uh, or in chattering as well. So that was uh, that if I ever get the chance to play Alliance again or even just in the future with other uh, Instagram orgs or Discord orgs, uh, hope, uh, big focus is going to be on my social game. Strategically, I, I think, is a pro for me. Uh, on, on the other hand, and I trust myself, or at least trust my instincts when it comes to strategic play. And uh, in terms of these online games, I, I think uh, I, I do fairly well in challenge play too. I'm unequivocally addicted to my phone, so if it's any <laughs> any sort of test for activity or uh, you know doing a uh, a challenge like. Uh, e even similar to uh, some sort of endurance challenge or challenge where you test something multiple times over and over the way that uh, most of the flash game challenges that Instagram does or Discordia did. Uh, I, I think uh, that's a strength for me. So challenges and or I guess the the strength in strategic play, I think I have a pretty good grasp on, but the social play is where I'm lacking. Now, there's a part two to this question. Yes. So... Uh, and you kind of glossed onto it a little bit, uh, but the follow-up to this is, um, what steps would you take to improve? You know, how would you improve upon, you know, whether whether they're just the mistakes that you made in Chattern or the flaws that you see in your game as a whole uh, for future games? Uh, really, I, I want to focus more on making legitimate. Uh, person-to-person -person connections, just being uh, more overall likable, because I think that's ultimately what wins in the day. Uh, it, any jury, given the choice between two people, are uh, all, all other things being equal are going to give it to the more likable person. So uh, that's something I'd focus a lot more on, and that's actually something I could bring sort of as a game changer to the Instagram games as well, actually asking about the people. Uh, asking all of these, you know, 13, 14, 15 year olds about their <laughs> lives, stroking their egos a little bit. Oh, be uh, careful. I, I guess that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe not that specifically, but, um, definitely focusing more on my social presence. Um, and sorry, one second. That's okay. I'm in the uh, common area of my dorm right now, so people are walking in and out and all around. Um, let's see, where was I? Basically just focus more on having a social presence and uh, trying to form genuine connections with other people. I like it. I think, uh, you know, it's it's rough when you get eliminated earlier, uh, at, least especially, at least before, you know, the jury starts. Um, but being able to kind of take a step back and really evaluate the moves or lack of moves or relationships or lack of relationships that led to that outcome uh, is, is goes a long way, uh, especially if you uh, play in other orgs or play in this one again. Yeah, um, and speaking of vantage point, uh, one thing, I think uh, I guess a cause of that would be the age difference, just being a minor, I think outside of Baba B, by far I was the youngest person in 
uh, chatter. Uh, so really just the, the generation gap and the lack of life experience uh, that I had with, uh, in, in comparison to some of these other people definitely threw me for a leap, at least the beginning, because uh, I was used to being one of the older people to play. <laughs> uh, so really just, uh, I guess, being humbled by my lack of life experience was another, another improvement I would make, hopefully, just getting more perspective on it all. Yeah, uh, I think, obviously, BotBot, youngest your season, youngest we've ever had. Um, and then I think you, a couple years older than BotBot, and then there oh, was like Chris. another, then the, yeah, like Chris and Napalm and I think Snoop were all in this like early to mid, like 22 to 26-ish range, um, which is, compared to a lot of the other people from that season, quite young, uh, but also like... It, four four or five years is a is a huge gap of time you know when you're a teenager and in your early right. mid 20s and so, that uh, is not something i was expecting much of either <laughs> i remember uh now that it's been mentioned the shock on the very first day ali said the word grandkids and <laughs> oh my goodness that was uh that was that was the moment i realized that oh this is not like an instagram uh, DM, DM game whatsoever. And it's interesting because I think the people, the two people you ended up allying with on the original Torpe are the two oldest people on that tribe, I think, in Outside AP and of, Alley. Yeah, on the original one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you had BotBot and, and, uh, and Chris there who were, you know, substantially closer to your age, but you ended up with the really old, the, sorry, no offense to Ali and AP, but the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, much older players on your tribe. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting how, how that kind of stuff sort of ends up shaking out. Yeah, it, I, I should have taken a closer look at having uh, Chris and uh, Bob, Bob B. I, I honestly don't know how old Bob Blah Blah is, but... Uh, Chris and Buffett B in particular, um, th those probably would have been more my speed when it came when it comes to uh, making an alliance and at least being on the same level, not having that generation gap. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's interesting, you know, since it's kind of come up, you know, we just wrapped on Dark Forest, and one of the players that you invited to that season was also named Noah. Uh, but went by Barker, he kind of had a lot of the same challenges that he was met with playing in that season and dealing with a lot of players who were older than him. Um, and in, you know, he said in his exit interview that like he realized real quick that he couldn't talk like he normally does because like you have uh, Glorfindel, who's, you know, a lawyer and has kids and Shitters, who has kids. And, and Dubs, who has kids. And so you end up with all these people who are like double two and a half times his age that he's navigating in a way that, you know, as someone who also came from Instagram games, wasn't really used to. Yeah. And in fact, one of the reasons um, why I originally invited Barker to apply is because of the people on those Instagram games, he tends to be one of the more eloquent so uh, I, I guess eloquent for an Instagram DM game is doesn't hold a candle to being uh, anything 
close to having a way with words in a, a game of alliance. But uh, I, I figured that he would be the person that was most up to the challenge in terms of uh, making those uh, connections and being able to talk to people. And hey, he got second, so I, I, I guess it worked I out. You, yeah, I think you uh, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, all right, so um, that brings us to uh, your question for Allie. You are going to need to give me a minute. That's fine. <laughs> take take a second. Because uh, unlike you know Napalm asking you a question, like you actually played the whole game that you were in there uh, with Allie. I guess a question I have for Allie is, what moment, if there is one, during the first two or three days in the game would you say had the greatest impact on the remainder of your time interesting one moment during the first two or three days had the greatest impact on the remainder of your time i guess the remainder of your 18 days <laughs> i like that that's a good question i appreciate it um yeah uh well i mean that's those that's all i had written down as notes um, I don't know if there's anything else that you can remember that uh, hasn't been brought up yet. Yeah, my number one greatest regret from the season. And mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I've, I, I've mentioned this in a lounge somewhere, but <laughs> seeing the bear command in the rules, <sighs> I saw it and I did nothing with it. And I so wish that I had. In, what? what? <sighs> I, I was reading I mean, back through the rules. Uh, because I had this great idea um, because at, at some point uh, I thought a good way to change the game would be to make a voice channel so that uh, if I'm not able to talk to multiple people at once, then maybe uh, in some sort of you know group DM, maybe in lieu of going to a sub channel, I would be able to talk to them all in a voice channel. And so I read through all of the rules, and I saw that every rule was edited. So I thought, hmm, there might be something hinky going on here. And so uh, at, at that moment, I scrolled through it. I saw, please, exclamation point, bear with us. And I thought, huh, I wonder if they know there's a typo. And then I kept reading <laughs> oh, the rest no. of the rules. Uh... So after being voted out, and realizing that it was actually something of substance, I was so remarkably frustrated with myself. Hit bright and plain sight. Yep. And e- even worse, I don't think any of the other players that, or I guess not many of the other players, because obviously the idol was found, but not many of the other players would have thought to go back through the rules channel uh, throughout the rest of the uh, season. So, if I had capitalized on that, it could have ended a very different game for me. Yeah, absolutely. But outside of that, no, there's nothing really uh, <laughs> else to go over. That's a that's a good that's a good moment to end on. <laughs> uh, a sad moment to end on, of course. But right. uh, well, I mean, that's that's it for me. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, Noah. Yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, you've been a welcome fixture in the viewers' lounge ever since. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess we can wrap it up here. 
and maybe we will see you on a future season crossing my fingers and, and sitting by the phone <laughs> absolutely uh, so i hope you have the, a good rest of your evening and i'm sure i will talk to you fairly soon yep see you soon bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes or by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Summit. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me. Even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.